How do? Ian Crawford, cutlery safety experts here. I work for the steel and cutlery manufacturers, Allied Trades, Industries and Guilds Association, SACMATIAGA for short. And I'm helping to raise awareness about health and safety, especially the dangers of cutlery. So remember, think once, think twice, think fork, spoon and knife. Hey, well what about this? I have some exciting news thanks to the BBC for getting in touch and for their interest in my show. I'm just considering the offer. And to be honest, it sounds like a great opportunity. So I can hopefully reach a much wider audience. Then again, I also don't want to be accused of selling out and turning my back on you, my original listeners and fans. Anyway, I have an online Doom meeting with them next week. When I say Doom, it's like Zoom, only much gloomier lighting. So, that's it. I think the young lad I'm meeting up with is called Tarquin, and he wants to talk about how they can support and promote the show. Oh, I should have said, by the way, in case you haven't heard of them, the BBC are, of course, the great national treasure, better known as Best British Cutlery. What exciting times. I'll keep you posted. Now, where was I? Oh yeah, this week I've been busy working from home, but... Still supporting the work of Sacmatiaga, of course, mainly running online cutlery safety workshops for a range of workplaces, schools and old people's homes. Now, I've mentioned my work with the old people before, but I never realised that this terminology was outdated and potentially upsetting. I've had an email from one listener, Barry from Bristol, who says... He enjoys the podcast, but could I be a bit more politically correct in future? And instead of referring to old or elderly people, could I please use the appropriate terminology? So from now on, I'll be referring to our more mature friends as fellow citizens with significant birthday experience. Okay, job done. Anyway... In addition to my usual work, as well as writing another chapter for my forthcoming book, Spoon Sense, How to Avoid Death and Injury in Their Home, I've also been dragged into helping to research some of the more mysterious aspects related to cutlery. In fact, in the office we call it Mysteries from Beyond the Cutlery Drawer. We get all sorts of letters, emails and phone calls. We've had sightings of cutlery-shaped lake monsters, unidentified flying silverware and strange giant hairy half-human half-cutlery beasts causing havoc in the foothills and base camp area of the hills of Dronfield, just outside Sheffield. Anyway, first of all, thanks to Angie from Scotland, and she's written in and sent us a couple of Polaroids of a creature she spotted in a Scottish lake. It's a small, pink-skinned, skinny creature with red hair stood shivering on the shoreline. But actually, that turns out to be Angie's eldest son, Albert. He's just drying himself off after a dip in the lock. But if you look carefully beyond this youth, there, in the misty mid-distance, with a spiky four-pronged head shape, is an unmistakable image that can only be one of two things. Either it's a floating log with some twigs sticking up in the air, or it could be the first sighting of what we are calling the Faulkness Monster. I say it rather than he or she because we have no way of knowing from the blurry photos whether this monster is male or female. In fact, until we get a photo of it leaping out of the water and can see all of its family silver hanging loose, we may never know. 
So remember, if you have seen the Forkness monster or know someone who has, please get in touch. Until we have more evidence, this case remains open and has to be filed under the likely but not proven category. However, I am happy to report that we do have another mystery cutlery case that is proven beyond all reasonable doubt. Susie Hampshire has been in touch. She lives in Murrayville, near Nashville, over there in the USA. Susie Hampshire says, please, can we keep her details anonymous? You bet, Susie, that's not a problem. So from now on, we will refer to you, Susie, as SH, or SH for short. She's written that she was sat out on her porch one evening a few weeks ago and she spotted something in the air, the image of which will haunt her as long as she lives. She didn't have her phone or a camera with her, unfortunately, but she has emailed us a 100% authentic photo of a sketch that she drew. And she drew it from memory based on what she could remember once she had sobered up two days later after the sighting. SH says she was sat in her porch petting her pooch called Maxwell, although for anonymity we'll call the dog M. So, SH was stroking and petting M. She had just put her pipe down when she saw a giant ghostly silver shape appear from behind the cloud high above in the Tennessee night sky. Here we must refer to the sketch and despite the beer and barbecue sauce stains we can see clearly the alien craft in the air. It has a very long thin body, perhaps half of it slightly wider than the other half but rounded at both ends. We were so excited to see this and as far as we know this is the first recorded sighting of an unidentified flying butter knife. Thanks Susie, I mean SH. Now, dear listener, have you seen an unidentified flying spoon, fork or butter knife? If you do, if you ever see such a thing, stay safe, stay indoors and please contact us directly. Oh, and if you get your pencils or crayons out, try and quickly sketch what you've seen as this could be vital for evidence. Finally, we've also heard from Terry Trent. He's recently been on a trip to the Himalayas in an attempt to scale Everest. He arrived in Kathmandu and then took a small plane to a high mountain village landing strip. By the way, when I say he took the plane, I should explain he didn't steal it, no. He bought a ticket and flew as a passenger in the usual way. Just wanted to clear that up. After many days of trekking, he arrived at Everest Base Camp, from where he began the slow ascent up the world's highest mountain. People often ask, uh, Ian, that's me, Ian Crawford, cutlery safety expert, Ian, if you do go mountain climbing, is it better to take plastic cutlery because it's lighter? And guess what I say? No. Remember, plastic is drastic, keep it real with steel. Also, if you are going mountain climbing and you lose your crampons and your climbing axe, then you can always use a fork and knife and maybe spoon to pull yourself up any ice-covered cliff face. And by the way, a fork is very useful to slow you down if you do slip and start to slide down the side of a mountain. And also, always keep a teaspoon. This is a good tip. Always keep a teaspoon in your coat pocket because firstly, if there is an avalanche, the metal detector might find you. Or, secondly, if there's no metal detector, you can start digging yourself out. Anyway, Terry Trent, he was nearer the last part of the climb when, a little low on oxygen, he noticed a sight he will never forget as long as he lives. 
he saw a strange, hairy creature coming towards him across the snow. Only, instead of two legs, it only had one long, slim, silvery, almost metallic-looking leg. He noticed the head of this creature was oval. It was oval-shaped and big. It was only then, as the Himalayan sun glinted off this hairy, tall, silver, metallic creature, he realised he had witnessed the abominable Spoonman. The guides and Sherpas tried to convince him he was just seeing things, but Terry Trent knew what he had seen, and once he had regained consciousness in the hospital in Kathmandu a couple of weeks later, he was able to draw an all, almost perfect sketch of what he had seen, and he sent it to me, and I have to say, it's extremely convincing. He's shaded in and everything. So, I would say, case proven, and case closed. The abominable Spoonman does exist. So next time you're walking, whether it's in the Pennines, the Licky Hills near Birmingham, or the Himalayas, look out, because you never know who may be around the corner. So, that's it. Whew. Thanks for listening. Be sure to like and share the podcast. Please check out the website, www.safecutlery.com. But most of all, until next time, please take care with your cutlery. Think once, think twice, think fork, spoon and knife. And whatever you do, please practice spoon sense and stay safe. But most of all, stay cutlery safe. <laughs> <laughs>